1: Hello and welcome to that footballing podcast after extra time. I'm your host this week. I shouldn't be, but I am. It's Greeny. And joining me is just the one-half, and that is Mr Jack, the derby one, Godfrey. How are you, son?
0: Yeah, I'm all good, mate.
1: I can't believe believe I'm I'm by myself with you here. (laughs) I've
0: been criticised over the last couple of months for not not recording and Jacko the 100% record's gone now so
1: yeah, I think, yeah, I I think
0: the fame's got to his head he's he's having a big birthday
1: party you know he's
0: yeah signing
1: so, the autographs Jacko yeah. at his party eh
0: yeah so for all the listeners out here I get emailing that uh, hour after extra time and uh give Jacko some shit for uh, bottling it on his birthday couldn't even grace <laughs> us on his birthday I think I recorded on my birthday just saying
1: so yeah I think you did actually yeah so, it's um, not good enough uh, Jacko yeah. and if you do listen to this mate me and Jacko Considering us sacking you.
0: Yeah. We've heard Joe jo- say he's become available. He might be joining.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, girl, Joe. While we're on that talk, Jack, let's start things off on the pod tonight, mate, with the uh, Carabao Cup final. Um, obviously, we just watched it, mate. What did you make of that final result? Was, I thought Laporte were lucky to be on the pitch, Jack.
0: Yeah, yeah, Laporte should have been off. Um, referees obviously bottled the first foul that he made, which was, yeah, clear yellow card and. Obviously, uh, his first yell in the game was would have been his second gen had he been booked uh, for the first one. Yeah, he, sh- he should have been off. So, yeah, he's, he's very lucky to be on the pitch. But, yeah, I thought the game was boring, to be fair, mate. Um was expecting a little bit more in terms of attacking from, from maybe both sides. I think City were a bit wasteful. Um, lo- lots of like chances that they should have shot, they didn't. Um, they took too many touches and things like that. And uh, For me, Harry Kane didn't look 100% fit. Um Som didn't have one of his better games. I just think it was mainly all City on the ball and stuff. So, yeah, it was sort of an inevitable result. Maybe not as, as many as we thought. and Maybe not as many chances. But, yeah, City, uh, that train keeps rolling. Four in a row, Carabao Cups now for, for Pep. And, uh, obviously, uh, I'm sure we'll come on to it. United obviously dropping points again today. They're only mm. two two games away from winning the league as well, which looks like they're going to do that as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, the only, the only positive point for... Any football fan from today's game in the Carabao Jack is there the fans in in Wembley Stadium, mate. Yeah,
0: it was brilliant to see fans, mate. It, um, it brought a smile to my face. Got excited for it, and looking forward for uh, when we can have more and more fans in. But yeah, it was it was great to see. It's nice to see that atmosphere was back, and you know, fans celebrating and singing, and yeah, it was it was brilliant to see. And I think hopefully, long may that continue, and hopefully, we can get um, more than just eight thousand in, and we can you know maybe go half capacity or. Maybe even more than that, hopefully, in the next couple of months.
1: Yeah, definitely, mate. Let's let's move on to the Premier League, mate. I know you've touched on United already. Today's result, nil-nil. away at Leeds. Yeah, you know I mean, good point for Leeds, not so good for Man United. For me, I look like Leeds were man to man marking, mate, and they just wouldn't leave United alone. What did you make of that?
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you, mate. I think Calvin Phillips sort of sat in the pocket and held on uh, Bruno Fernandes and just pocketed him, really. He wasn't really allowed any space or time to create. Um, Man, U had a couple of half chances. Nothing really major, I wouldn't say. Um, I think the Rashford free kick was probably the best chance they had, and uh, yeah, sort of the same as Man City. Sort of possibly took too many touches and, and trying to trying to walk the ball into the net. But yeah, like you said, I think the Leeds defended really well and were, were tactically, you know, spot on. They didn't give United too much space. You know, they blocked a lot of stuff, and yeah, re- resorted United to very little. And yeah, good point for the Leeds, not so much for United. and You know, like I say, City is obviously looking inevitable. It's it's looking very much like it's, Mm. you know, a case of, you know, is it going to be a couple of games? Is it going to be two? Is it going to be three?
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, one game uh, today, mate, where we did see some goals, which was uh, Burnley, mate, put four past Wolves away. It's a cracking result for any Burnley fan, that.
0: Yeah, great result. Probably a result I wasn't expecting. Uh, I was probably expecting mm. a draw or maybe just a one goal in it, but yeah, great result for, for Sean Dyche and Burnley and obviously Chris Wood in my eyes keeps proving himself as a Premier League striker. Um, mm. You know, he can he can keep getting goals at the highest level and you know, I think he's up to double figures now for today's hat-trick. So, um, yeah, it's, it's great to see and I think that obviously sort of maybe, I wouldn't say mathematically, but looks to probably put Fulham down and uh, obviously it's a massive three points for Burnley and they can probably breathe a huge sigh of relief now. And yeah, like you say, it, was a, it wasn't a was a result anyone was expecting, but yeah, it's a fantastic result for them.
1: I mean, just touch on Wolves quickly, Jack. I mean, obviously from last season to this season, it's been a poor season for them. Is that, is it, they're in 12th, mate. Is that where you thought they'd be at the start of the season or would you thought they'd be higher up?
0: I think if you're going to judge them from last season or the you know where they finished last season, you'd, you'd probably expect them to maybe be in the top 10. I think they're obviously really struggling without Jimenez. You know, they don't really look like they've got a goal scorer. You know, yeah. Fabio Silva's not scored the goals. Willy and Jose came on and scored one, I think. Um, Neto's not scoring. Padon's no. Traore you know, doesn't really have much of an end product in terms of goal goal scoring. So, yeah, I think that's where they're struggling really at the moment. They've got, you know, no one can, can put the ball in their back and out, especially with Jimenez not there. And he was sort of their, their go-to main man. When he was um when he was in when he wasn't injured and um yeah maybe top top ten out of expect um I'm not really too sure how they're 12th because they seem to lose most weeks
1: yeah that's true
0: yeah maybe you know I don't know maybe there was obviously talk that came out in the week about Nuno going to Spurs and who knows really um but yeah I I thought they'd be doing better than what they are they seem to be losing most weeks really they're really inconsistent as well sort of maybe pulling up a, a draw or a win one week and then losing. And, yeah, just there's no consistency.
1: No, totally agree. Uh, just let's move on quickly to uh, yesterday's results, mate. The champions were held again, mate, at Anfield to um, a Newcastle side, mate. Again, another surprising result for myself. Uh, and it's a good point for Newcastle to keep them away from that drop now, mate.
0: Yeah, Newcastle rejuvenated after the last uh unbeaten and free in, in three now and Bruce he's probably you know, he's kept them up and uh, yeah, I think they got sort of, they were sort of played off the part by Liverpool, but <laughs> you know, they kept, they kept going and obviously it was a shame about the, the offside goal with Callum Wilson, but you know, they've not they've not gave in and, and Joe Willocks came away and Newcastle have got a massive point and it could have been a big three points in Liverpool, it would have gotten back into that top four. Um and, you know, it's just yeah, one of those results where you, you probably weren't expecting it, but yeah, Newcastle keep fighting, and I'd say they're probably the well, they I'd say they've done enough now in terms of what they needed to do. You know, if we go back to sort of three or four weeks ago on the podcast, we thought they were sort of down and out. They were looking, mm. you know, sort of like they were going to go down or they was going to go down to sort of the last game against Fulham. But
1: yeah, they've they completely turned that around
0: in the last three weeks, or three games.
1: Yeah, I mean, mate Joe Willock, as you mentioned, scored the the equalizer. He scored. I think, it, quote me if I'm wrong, he scored the winner last week.
0: Yeah, no, he did, yeah.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, he's picking up some good value points from. Is Is it a matter of can they sign him sign him in the transfer window, mate, or do you not think Arsenal will let him go?
0: No, I think uh, from sort of where Arsenal were and how he was being used at Arsenal, I don't see no reason as to why they wouldn't let him go. Um, like you say, he's picked up some valuable points. He's picked up four points in the last two games with his late goals, so I can't see no reason as to why Arsenal won't want to Want to let him go and he's going to get more game time at Newcastle. And he seems to be, you know, scoring crucial goals as well for them. So I'm sure Newcastle fans and maybe Steve Bruce will want to keep him for next season, try and sign him permanently. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, another result well, I kept a close eye on yesterday, Jack. Obviously, Leicester weren't playing, so uh, it was a matter of West Ham Chelsea. 1 0 to uh, Chelsea, mate. Timo Werner with a goal. But what, what do you make of that red card from West Ham, mate? Was it a red for you on Chilwell or not? No, I don't think so, mate.
0: I think he's just gone to clear the ball and he's put his leg down and unfortunately it's come on to uh, the Chelsea player. I can't remember who it was now. I
1: think it might have been
0: Chilwell, but I'm not sure. Yeah, 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 it was Chilwell, you're right. Yeah, no, I don't think so, mate. I think, you know, football's obviously the way we are at the moment with VAR and everything, it's kind of going, I feel like from what I've seen as well, a lot on social media and stuff, and a lot of people don't want that to be a red card, really. Um, I'm sure if Jacko was here booting off and kicking off about VAR <laughs> again, and even though it was West Ham, I'm sure he'd be, be siding with me and, and saying it wasn't a red card. Yeah, it's harsh. I um, don't think that obviously helped West Ham's cause, but I think Chelsea were the better side, really. Um, Moise's men put up a good fight, but it was nice to see Werner get back on the score sheet after having a bit of a drought. So, yeah, it was a, it was a good three points for them in terms of the top four race as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, do you think that's possibly West Ham's Chances of the Champions League over now, Jack. I mean, they've just dropped out of the top four now to Chelsea. Um, Played a game more than Leicester and they're four points behind. Is it still possibly there? Or I, I think it's, yeah, it, it's not
0: impossible, but I think they needed to kind of win that game yesterday to try and cement themselves up there. But, you know, who knows if West Ham win the last couple of games and Leicester drop points tomorrow and Chelsea drop points over the last couple of games, then who knows, you know, it's, it's, it's not an impossible task, but um, I think them losing, no. them, using, them losing yesterday has made it a lot harder for themselves now, which is a shame because I'd love to see them finish in the top four.
1: Yeah, I mean, mate, it's still very possible, like you say, I mean, they're well, the well in it mathematically, but the, the games they've got, mate, it's like Burnley, Brighton, West Brom, Southampton, so they're not team. there are teams they can beat, mate. Be yeah, honest. yeah,
0: there's probably four winnable games there, really, if they look to finish the season strong, and who knows, if, if they can win those four and hope results go for them elsewhere, then yeah, they've definitely got a shot. I'd love them to finish in the top four personally. I'd love to see West Ham, you know, they've got that nice big ground. Moisey, like we've said it on here before, Moisey's done an incredible job, and hopefully Lingard signs permanently and, and they can build on their squad next season and, you know, have, it'd be nice to see them other go in the Champions League. We'd love to see that.
1: Yeah, I totally agree, mate. Um, one more game from yesterday. Uh, Sheffield, mate, pick up A three points over uh, a poor Brighton side, mate. Still not out of a dark either, Jap. So I think that's a massive loss for Brighton. What do you think of that one?
0: Yeah, yeah, it was. I think everyone kind of expected it to be like a sort of automatic three points for Brighton because of obviously how Sheffield United have been playing recently. But I think it's just one of those things, you know, where sort of Sheffield United are relegated, it's been confirmed, and it's sort of the pressure's released sort of for Sheffield they can go out there they can perform they haven't got to win every game they can go out there and enjoy themselves and you know you, you've seen that they've gone out there and won yeah. and I, I just think it's, it's, it's funny isn't it how you know there's no pressure now they're relegated and they end up winning three points it's just a shame that they couldn't do that you know sort of for however, however many games where, the, you know, where they were struggling the last couple of months so yeah but yeah I, I don't think it's, it's a foregone conclusion yet as to who's gone down um with the last two spots. So, it should be interesting to see, really, whether or not Ber- um, Brighton can get themselves a couple more points or not. Yeah.
1: I mean, just the last game, mate, before we move on. Um, it's the Friday night game. Arsenal-Everton, mate. Absolute howler from uh, Bert Leno. And to me, mate, it was a boring game to watch. What, what, what did you make of that? Did you feel Arsenal were not great? Yeah,
0: like you say, man, I think it was a it was a howl and it was a howler of a game, really. There wasn't really anything too exciting going on in that game and yeah, I still just my word. I actually think they've gone backwards yeah. since Arteta took over. Um I think if you listen back on the pod, I think I might have been actually quite positive in terms of them appointing Arteta, <laughs> but yeah, I'm probably I'm probably gonna contradict myself and go back on my word again, which we've I've probably done a lot on this podcast, but I don't <laughs> care. Um I'm just going off the here and now. And I think that's that's the good thing about football. It makes you change your mind week in, week out. You know, there's been times where I said Liverpool won't finish in the top four. Now I think they have a chance. There's times where I said Newcastle looked down and now they're not. So, yeah, no, I think Arteta possibly, they have gone backwards since him. Uh, but then again, sacking him, probably, who can you bring in? Can you keep 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 sacking managers? I have spoke about Arsenal before, and it has this Jaco that, don't think their squad is anywhere near good enough. I think their defence is awful. Um I think they got they have some good young players coming through, you know, like the likes of Saka, yeah. Emil Smith Rowe. So there is some positives there. But yeah, I think it was a it was a job game. But good three points for Everton away from home again.
1: Yeah, definitely, mate. Um just quick quickly plug uh, if you want to get in contact with us over the results or the fixtures coming up. Get in touch with Jacko on his email. I'll plug it for him, it's after extra time twenty twenty at gmail.com. Or you can contact us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Um, let's move on. Jack, Championship, your favourite.
0: Fucking hell, here we go again. I can't, yeah.
1: can't wait for this to finish, really. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, we yeah. can reach out. I'm going to start, mate, with your boys. 2-1 defeat to Birmingham, mate. It's it's dreadful, isn't it? It's absolute dreadful. Lucky enough for you, Jack. Results for Barnsley doing you a favour with Rotherham losing on that we'll touch on it in a minute but surely you must be getting pissed off with this now, mate?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's embarrassing, you know. I think we're without a winning thirteen. Um,
1: mm.
0: It's just, I mean, the fact is, when obviously the start of the game, you know, he changed it up a little bit. He went, I think he went more direct in terms of game play as well. Um, went one the through Kazim Richards. I don't who hadn't scored in about seven games, so it was good to get hit to see him get back on the score sheet. Um, yeah, I think at one nil, it was it was always going to be sort of a risky scoreline, and you know, I was the longer the game went on at one nil, I was sort of holding holding on and holding on and crossing my fingers, and then obviously Yukovic scored, and then at one one, I genuinely thought we're going to lose this game, and then obviously it came sort of with sort of seven minutes left on the clock and. At 2-1, I didn't think we, there's any chance of us getting anything out of the game again after that. You know, we won that up. We absolutely collapsed again. And, you know, we've got Swansea away next week. And then we finish up Sheffield Wednesday at home, which could be fucking massive, really. It could be yeah. who's got to win to, to stay up, sort of thing. Because, like you say, though, luckily, Rotherham lost again to Barnsley. And Middlesbrough beat Sheffield Wednesday. So, I mean, and like Cardiff beat Wickham as well. Not that, I think Wickham are running much of a danger, really. I think they're sort of out. But, yeah, mm. it's, yeah. It is frustrating, you know. It really is. It, um,
1: is pressure on Rooney now, Jack, or is there no pressure on on him considering the uh, take over from from the shit?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like he had to take over from shit, but he, he, he in coming in, he knew what was, you know, he knew the situation he was playing at the club. So it wasn't like he was unaware of that. It wasn't like he'd been managing somewhere else or playing somewhere else and came into it. It wasn't a new situation for him. He knew what was going on, kind of what the squad was like. He'd been playing with them, so. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things that need changing at Derby. From the top, Mm. that needs changing. The squad needs a brand new sort of clear out, get rid of all the shit. And then there's a good Mm. couple of youngsters in there. Keep who we need. If some people have got contracts at the end of the season, then chuck them, get rid of it. You know, Mm. I think, you know, Derby have sort of, I, I don't know, I don't know whether we've been punching above our weight or what in terms of getting near the playoffs this season. But I think this sort of season has kind of, Open fans' eyes and realize the actual reality of how sort of where we're at. And thinking actually, maybe we're not as good as we think. Um, I just think we're sort of because of how bad we've been. It's now reliant on other teams to drop points rather than us to go out there and win the points, which isn't a situation that's good because obviously it's out of our hands. So, I mean, all we can do and hope for is to win our next two, get win our last two games. Um, yeah, I don't know if we'll get anything. I don't think we'll get anything from Swansea next week. So that Sheffield the game I say it's massive Birmingham game was massive the Preston game was massive the last yeah. three games have been massive and we just for me they, there was a bit more fight but you know it's not enough really you need to like I say the defending for the second goal for the Birmingham goal was absolutely atrocious and it's like you, you can't you can't defend like that you know if this keeps happening then or inevitably we are going to go down but yeah, I'm just going to keep my fingers crossed and, and, and pray that we can get something from the two results, and then hopefully Rotherham will lose all four games. But yeah, I'll, at the moment, I'll... at the moment it seems like they are going to
1: because you know they just they seem quite poor as well. But yeah, they're in a rock self Chat. I mean, you Derby fans will hopefully be uh, having your fingers and toes crossed Tuesday night, mate, when they play Brentford. Yeah, it's, like you say, it's, it's,
0: they could be playing someone a lot worse. Um, but they've got to fight themselves, and you know this is the championship. We we know that you know so anything can happen. But I hope I'm hoping Brentford will do us a favour. You know they're on a good run themselves. They won big game which will probably come onto. They beat Bournemouth at the weekend as well, so that's a good result for them. I think they're up to third. I think they overtook Bournemouth. Um, so they'll want to keep just solidifying their place in the playoffs. Um, and yeah, I just yeah absolutely praying and praying and hoping that they. I mean. If they can destroy Rotherham and put sort of four or five past them and knock their confidence, that'd be brilliant. And hopefully they lose all four games. But I just I honestly don't know. It's going to go down to the wire. Definitely. I mean,
1: let's move on to um, our other co-hosts. Do any today? So uh, I'll let you do the talking on Jacko's behalf. Yeah. <laughs> Watford won. Millwall nil. Fire away, mate, and let's see what Jacko makes of your. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but after way, to see, yeah,
0: I think he, I, I'd imagine he'd have been probably not expecting anything from the game. Mm. You know, Watford knew if they won, they were promoted. Um, they scored very early on from a penalty, um, and I think from then on it was sort of—I don't want to say all one-way traffic because Jacko might argue that—but I think Watford were far too good for Millwall in terms of squad and squad depth, and uh, I think that showed. Uh, I think Millwall had a couple of chances in the second half, but other than that, I think Watford kind of. Comfortably in charge of the game, and you know, they've been promoted. And um, so, well done to Watford, and you know, they, rightly so, really. I think me and Jacko might have tipped Watford to go up at the start of the season, yeah. Um, but yeah, with the squad they've got and, and, and the quality of it, they should really be going up. So, yeah,
1: well done to them, yeah. Well done, Jacko, for losing another game, mate. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm sure, uh, we, I'm sure he would have. Uh, Give a lot more in-depth analysis than me. <laughs> <laughs> and me, mate, <laughs> I would have just
1: I would have just said shit, and that were it. Well,
0: yeah, they were shy, yeah, but I'm sure, sure, Jacko will uh, will admit that too. But yeah, I think uh, yeah. I think they, I don't think you'd have expected much out of the game. To be fair, strong... It was a
1: nice, was a nice uh, birthday treat for him, though, Jack.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it was. I'm sure he was. <laughs> I'm sure he was happy
1: with that. <laughs> Let's move on to a, a nice goal fest, mate. Blackburn Rovers five, Huddersfield two. I didn't see that coming, mate. Yeah, your boy's Blackburn, eh? <laughs> mm. That trick from uh, Adam Armstrong, mate. Yeah, it's been a while since
0: he's been on the score sheet, or he's not scored as many as he had been doing. Because at the start of the season, he was absolutely firing him around Christmas. So it's good for him to get back on the score sheet. I think Blackburn needed it. Huddersfield are utter shite. They really are poor. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, it was just an onslaught, really. I think in terms of. Blackburn just bashing him, you know, started early on with Armstrong getting a couple of goals and then just continued. Um, Brereton getting on the score sheet as well. I think a couple of them players, I don't know if they've been out injured or just out of form. But, you know, towards the start of the season, they obviously had like Brereton, Armstrong, Dak, who's obviously out injured now again with a long yeah. time injury. So, yeah, I think they've been missing a couple of players, but they obviously seem to be on song this weekend. And I think Blackburn have obviously they've got enough now and they've done enough to, to stay up. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, um, touching on the Champions Norwich, mate. Three, three-one winners over QPR. Nice, comfortable win, what we've seen coming. But um, one game what helped you out, though, Jack, was Preston beating Cobb away
0: 1-0. Yeah, I think Cobb might be might be too much out of reach at the moment for Derby, So, But yeah, it just sort of keeps keeps things in the back of Cobb's mind, I think. I think with, the, with their sort of last two or three games where they picked up sort of I think they won two and drew one or might have won three yeah. or they might have even I think they might have even won three in a row um, That they, they, they pulled themselves massively out because they were literally a place below Derby and I think they, they ended up going to, to about 16th so that's literally what I wanted Derby to do you know you, you win it two or three games in a row and you completely pull yourself out of it um,
1: Yeah,
0: but obviously we can't, we can't buy it at the minute so
1: no there we go I mean another team I keep an eye on mate is Nigel Pearson's Bristol lost a game, mate, 3-2 at home to uh, my boys, Luton Town.
0: Yeah, Bristol City seems to be in a bit of a mess, really. You know, Pearson came in and I think they won sort of two or three and I think since then they've not yeah. won. I think they're sort of eight or nine without a win and they were tuning it up this afternoon and just obviously collapsed and Luton doing all right as well. Sort of, you know, I'd have put them sort of be near the bottom of the table and they've sort of mid table so congratulations to them and yeah, it's... Just, I don't know what's going on at, at Bristol City with Pearson, you know. I no, feel- maybe
1: uh, a full season, Jack. I think he might have a clear out and start fresh. Yeah, I, I think, mean, yeah,
0: we, I think he's got it, really.
1: Yeah, you know what he's capable of, mate. He's proved it in there. Just, he's got to find his players, hasn't
0: he? Yeah, I think he's got to find his players, find his style as well. And uh, I think there's probably a lot of shit that he wants to clear out there, I should imagine.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know Steve's been listening to our podcast, mate, and he was going on about you boys. <laughs> the other week saying Wickham are down, you're giving it Billy Big Bollocks, mate, to me saying they're staying up. <laughs> if they cemented now, mate, going back to the League One after the two one defeat against Cardiff?
0: Yeah, I think they've been down for for a couple of weeks, I'm not gonna lie. Um <laughs> but it's still not confirmed and you know they kept they kept digging points out to be fair to them and um yeah, it's, it's admirable, really, in terms of the the squad they've got and the money they've got compared to a lot of the other clubs. Mm. But yeah, I think I think maybe sort of over the next game, you might see it. I think if they lose their next game, they're down. So I
1: don't know who they've got, but they've got, mate. Um, the last two fixtures is Bournemouth and Middlesbrough.
0: Yeah, so you know that's two tough games for them. Where mm. I think they'd have to win both, and result. I think we'd have to lose their last two. Sheffield Wednesday have to lose their last two, and Rotherham have to probably.
1: Well, yeah, they're they're on thirty-seven, mate. They win the next two, they'll be on forty-three, the same as Derby. Um, yeah, I think and, that, you know, goal difference is a far margin to be fair.
0: Yeah, this is what I mean. It'd be a massive assend to stay up from now, but yeah, it's, to 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 keep themselves in it with sort of two games to go is a massive achievement, really, because they were miles off sort of a month or two ago. So, but yeah, I think I think they, with those two games as well, Bournemouth and Millwall, they're two toughies as well. I don't I don't think now. Like you said, he'd have to win both by a big margin and hope that all the other teams around them lose.
1: Yeah, I mean, what what about Mick McCarthy, jacket? uh Cardiff, I know we're touching him when he first came in and he's done well. I, I still think he's doing great.
0: Yeah, I, feel, I agree with you, mate. I think he's steadied the ship. You know, they went on that big big winning result, seven or eight and beaten when he first came in. and Yeah, I think they've lost a couple of games, but I, I think he, in terms of where they were, they were sort of low mid-table, you know, 17th, 18th. He's come in and he's he steadied the ship. And I think yeah, all right, they're not going to get the playoffs, which, you know, probably is a shame the way they were going. But I think, it obviously, carry on what he's doing next season. And I think there's no reason why they can't be a shout for the playoffs next
1: season. Yeah, 100%. I have to agree with you, mate. Um, another team I've been looking out at, mate, is uh, Reading drew 2-2 with Swansea. Um, I mean, Swansea in the playoffs, Reading are up there as well, mate. Point really weren't good for both of them
0: teams, yeah. I think that's uh, well, really needed to win to have a chance of being in the playoffs. That's them out now, so right. I think that's your top six confirmed, but obviously just not in the order of where who weren't going to play each other yet. Obviously, third place, sixth, fourth place, fifth. So that will be obviously have to be confirmed on the final day, but yeah, I think you've got your, your playoff, your playoff teams confirmed. I think you've got Bournemouth, Brentford, um. Barnsley and Swansea. Uh, So, yeah, and I really hope Barnsley do it. I'd love to see Barnsley do it.
1: I was Uh, just going to ask you that, Jack. I mean, obviously, you're saying it's confirmed, which it is, mate. there's too much of a margin. And you just said Barnsley are going to do it. I mean, out out of them all, you'd probably fancy to play Barnsley, would you not? If you were to Brentford, Bournemouth (laughs) or Swansea fan?
0: Yeah, I think in terms of, if you look at the squads, yeah, you would. But I think the form that Barnsley are on, you you can't really... I mean, these are the playoffs as well. You know, there's no freebies in these. You know, they're just two games where you've got to play, play, play the situation. And then if you get to Wembley, then that's another one. You know, anything can happen in these sort of games. And I think maybe they could go to pens. Really. Mm. Um, who knows? It's going to be going to be a tricky one, really. I I don't know how to call it really. I don't know who's going to do it. There's there's a lot. It could be any one of them. For I think yeah. Jacko would probably agree as well. I think I don't think Barnsley are a free guy at all. I don't think if you get them, you, you'd you be like, oh, we're going to put six or seven passes because the form they're on and the run they've come on and to finish in the top six is incredible. So, uh, I just I honestly do not know how to call it. I don't know who's going to finish where yet either. So, I don't know who's going to play each other up. So, yeah, I think they're going to be excited. It's just a shame that there's no fans there, really. They might
1: hopefully, yeah. hopefully
0: I don't know if it will be, but hopefully they might be able to get some fans in for the playoff final. I
1: don't know. Yeah, that'd be nice. I mean, it was a game yesterday, mate. Obviously, the two playoff teams, is Bournemouth, Brentford. Brentford, 1-0 winners, finished with 10 men. Do, uh, do you not feel that, uh, obviously, Bournemouth sacked um, Jacko's mate? They brought in Jonathan Woodgate. Do you feel he's done a good job now, Jack, considering we were talking about him when they dropped out of the top six? He's now managed to get them back in there, mate, and they're sitting fourth in the league. Is that not a bad job by Woodgate?
0: No, I think he's done what he what he needed to do, really. I think obviously the aim was they were losing games and I'm not a massive Woodgate fan, neither was Jacko. Um Still not a massive fan, but I think his sort of aim would have been to finish in the playoffs. I don't think they could have done anything else, really. Um, yeah. They seem to... He seems to have steadied the ship. They've got more results in and, you know, they're they're in there and, I mean, they'll, they'll probably think they can go all the way. I think all, all four teams will think that. But, yeah, I think he's... Uh, I think you have to say he's done what he can do and um, yeah, he's, he's got his teams in the playoffs, and that was probably the aim, I should imagine, when he came in.
1: If it, obviously Jack, if he doesn't get through and make the uh, playoff final, or even gets there and don't win it, can you see that would be his career from Bournemouth gone?
0: I don't know. I think he might stay. I think a season. Yeah, and if he just shit by Christmas, maybe I don't know. Maybe gone. But yeah, I don't. I think it would be harsh, probably to sack him. If they, even if they lost in the, in the playoff semis, but oh, like you say, I think all four clubs will will think they've got a chance. Like I say, these these games are lotteries. Anything can happen.
1: Yeah, I totally agree, mate. I mean, we're not far behind now, Jack. We've done the championship, mate. I'm just going to drop into uh, League One, what we had not done for a while.
0: Yeah, there was a few promotions and relegations, I think, in the lower
1: leagues. Yeah, so let, let's whip over to them, mate, and let's talk. Let's just talk about Hull City, mate. They're 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 up. How, how do you feel they've done? We've obviously they kept hold of Grant McCann in charge, mate. What's the odds of them staying up next season? Have they got to spend, or do you think they know the league that well enough to stay up?
0: Yeah, I think I think they've done a good job in terms of getting up. I don't think League One's the the most straightforward divisions to get out of. I think there's plenty of good teams in there. You know, if you get stuck down there for a couple of seasons, then. It'll be harder and harder. Um, I think maybe you need to add to the squad a little bit in terms of quality. You know, you're obviously mm. taking a step up. Um, some of their players, I think, have played at Championship level previously. You look at people like Josh McGuinness. They've obviously got the youngster Malik Wilkes as well. Can he step up into the division above? And Then they've got a few others that I think have played in the Championship previously. So, I don't think there'll be a complete revamp, but I think they've definitely got to add a little bit of quality just to... To try and see if they can stay up, and they're sort of one of those yo-yo clubs. So, I mean, so it's sort of probably too early to say now this season whether or to... well, for next season whether they'll stay up. I'm not too sure, but I think they'll be probably be around the bottom half. I'd say.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, let's go to the bottom end of the table, Bristol Rovers, mate. Joey Barton's side. He's got two games left, Jack. They're think... bottom of the league, thirty-eight points, mate. They've got to yeah. win the last two, and Northampton don't win.
0: Yeah, I think he got sacked as well after the game. Has he
1: been sacked?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, after the game. So, well,
1: there we go then. So no, Joey Barton.
0: Yeah, I think I think they're down as well. Are they confirmed as down or?
1: Well, it's mathematically, mate. They can still they can still stay up. Yeah, I, feel, um, I don't think. They're, they're, like I said, they need Northampton, mate, to lose their last two, and they need to win the last two.
0: Yeah, I don't think they will. I think, like you say, it's a tough ask, and they've been shipping goals all season. Like, I think they've had numerous managers as well, so. Does sound like a bit of a sinking ship if you're going to be honest. If you're a Bristol Rovers fan, you've got to, got to kind of cross your fingers. I think Northampton have won the last sort of couple of games, I've been picking
1: points up as well. So
0: for them to mm. win both and Bristol to win both, it's, it's a big ask.
1: I mean, just looking at the League One table, Jack, you got from third right down to 12th. It's still open, mate, for a playoff spot. I mean, two games to go. You got Adkinton in, in 12th with 62 points, and these sixth place, seventh place teams are on 68. So Two games to go, mate. It's possibly still there. Wide open.
0: Yeah, this is what I mean. I don't. I think there's a lot of good teams in League One. I think I was having this conversation with uh, another Derby fan last week. I think I said if if Derby go down to League One, I think if they can come back up in the first season, then that's fine. But I think if they get stuck down there for another season, that's when it starts to become tough. And I think you know, it's, it's, it's not the most straightforward divisions. You know, you've got teams like Blackpool, Portsmouth, Sunderland. Ipswich, you know, and Peter uh, Charlton, all of these teams that have been around the sort of, the sort of prem now sort of mm. in League One, you know, you even look at Bolton, who are obviously fine at the moment in League Two, so hopefully they'll be up to League One. But, you know, you look at them, they were sort of in the prem sort of, you know, 10, 10 15 years ago. So you just you just hope and pray that, you know, that probably don't, hopefully don't drop down to that. Because obviously, like you say, from third to 12, it's it's so competitive.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more, mate. Um, I mean, if you have to pick one one team to come up, Jack, apart from Automatic, who would you go for?
0: What, so from to get out of the playoffs? Or...
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, you've got Sunderland, Lincoln, Oxford, Blackpool, Pompey, Charlton, MK Dons, Gillingham, Ipswich and Atkinson, Stanley.
0: I think my pick would be Blackpool. I know they lost 1-0 to Shrewsbury yesterday, but if you sort of take that result out, I think they've been very, very consistent. They They weren't... Up there, sort of a month or two ago, and they've their recent form has brought them into the playoffs. So yeah, I think for me that that would be my outside shot if you're looking at it. Blackball maybe going through the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I mean it'd be nice to see them back up. I mean, I, I, if I had to have a punt, stab in the dark, I'd probably go Lincoln. And that's just because I like Appleton to be fair.
0: They need to get. I think they need to get their form back. though. I think because obviously they were top of the league sort of month or two. Yeah. chopped off a little yeah. bit, but yeah. it's like you say, it's anyone's league, really. Obviously, in terms of, I know, you obviously, holler up. Peterborough look like they're not far off being up as well. I think they need sort of a win or another win. So, yeah, yeah. it is a tricky league. Then playoffs are going to be tough either way. Definitely, mate. Um,
1: just going to go into the league two quick, Jack. playoffs are guaranteed for Cheltenham, Cambridge and Bolton, mate. So, nice to see Bolton up there after the, the amount of uh, shit seasons they have had with off-the-field off shit. So, I've been nice to see Bolton get back up to league 1-1,
0: yeah, it would, mate. It would. And I think if you looked at the league table sort of two, three months ago, they were down the bottom end of it. And obviously, another good run of form, and they're fucking confirmed per player. So it's, yeah, it's an incredible job. And like you said, it'd be nice after all the all the stuff they've gone through to sort of hopefully see them back, hopefully come into the League One, and then kind of go back from there and, and hopefully, you know, look at it, maybe get promoted after a year or two.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, just a couple more before we. Uh... Call, call it a night on the old pod. Uh, National league, mate. they not relegated any teams. Obviously, Macclesfield were expelled. Dover Athletic's results were um, took off, and the North and South divisions, mate, were declared null and void. So that means there's no relegation this year.
0: Yeah, it's a shame, really. I mean, hopefully after this season, none of this stuff will happen again, uh, or it won't happen mm. for hopefully a long time. And you know, it's a real shame. And I think those clubs are probably going to be affected the most in terms of. They've not played much football. Their seasons have been null and void. You know, they can't get any revenue in terms of tickets, sales and people coming into the ground. So hopefully come September time when their season kicks off again and everything else kicks off again, they'll uh, maybe we'll be allowed some fans in the ground. Because, you know, by that time, hopefully, majority of the population will have had their second dose of the vaccine. You know, we're looking at what? Sort of three, four months' time. You know, mm. um, hopefully by then sort of we'll be in a position to say, look, you can go to grounds, you know, it's obviously their grounds aren't as big, so you'd, you'd like to think that they, people can go into their grounds, they can have their season and, and they can play football again, you know, because it must be frustrating as a, as a player, a fan manager or to be associated with any of those clubs where, you know, you see the, the top four leagues playing, yet none mm. of the football can't, you know, it's, it must be frustrating.
1: Yeah, 100%, I totally agree, mate. Um, just before we go, mate, as well, what was I going to say? Um yeah, Rangers mate, they've actually obviously been crowned champions. They're going into the second qualifying round, mate, for the Champions League. That's a massive boost for Rangers fans, isn't it, from previous years?
0: Yeah, it's huge and obviously they did did pretty well in terms of the Europa League as well this season. So it'll be interesting to see how far Gerard can go in the qualifying legs. Hopefully they can go all the way. Um obviously the more they go into the qualifying legs, the, the tougher their is gonna be. So you Know, but hopefully, fingers crossed, they can get to the group stages and, uh, like you say, they can get some fans into the ground. And, uh, those European nights will be back at iBrox. So I'm sure it'll be bouncing, definitely, mate. Definitely. So, if you do want to get
1: in contact with us at After Extra Time, um, have a go at an email.
0: Have a go at Jack if yeah. not being in,
1: yeah, you can have a go at Jacko if you want to have a go at Jacko because <laughs> he's a part timer now. Uh, you can contact him on After Extra Time 2020 at com. Or you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Get your comments and views in for, I do results, fixtures, anything football related, get in touch and we'll talk about it. Um, that's all we're doing for tonight, Jack. A nice, quick, steady one, mate. Um, get ready for you next week, mate. And I think, top of my head, you've got a special guest on next week. Have I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got, um, you've got a great one, actually, mate, because it'll, Blending well for your leap to uh, Bolton Wanderers, Nicky Hunt.
0: Oh, Nicky Hunt. Yeah, I thought I don't know if my name we was going to be confirmed or not. Yeah, but we're looking forward to it. Hopefully, by then, maybe you know Bolton. Well, they've already confirmed, but hopefully, you know, you can have a chat about them and talk about some of the the shit they've gone through, and in terms of hopefully the good times are coming back for them. But yeah, I don't know. If it, I thought it was Jacko hosting. Maybe it is me. I don't
1: know. Well, it was meant to be Jacko this week, mate. So he misses his turn. Um, <laughs> that's what you get. That's what you get, mate, when you take the piss. Shambles,
0: eh? Shambles.
1: It is a shambles. Um, yeah, so Jacko, if you're listening again, mate, you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and let's just put it right, Jack, if if Jacko was on this pod, and I'm sure the listeners will agree, it would have been uh instead of 40 minutes pod, it would be an hour and forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sorry, Jacko, mate. But I thought I'd add that in. That's your birthday. No... Again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, happy birthday. But no, that's all from me, Jack. Is there anything you want to add, mate? No,
0: nah, I'm all good. Just keep 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 it, keep your fingers and uh, toes crossed <laughs> for Derby staying up.
1: <laughs> hey. um, so yeah, thanks for listening. You've listening to After Extra Time podcast. I'm your host Greeny, and it's goodbye from me and goodbye from me.